0: Rowan Tree, January twenty fifth, twenty twenty three, and on the show tonight, we've got a couple discussion things, um, astrology forecast, uh, Rowan Temple of Light Pagan Library, and we're going to talk about runes. I had had a request in a previous show about the runes, and while I am not Well knowledge about the rooms, uh, I can give some information. So uh, if um, you're joining in, then uh, and you see anything. Hello, Shannon. Thank you for joining. I'm not alone. (laughs) Hi, Brenda. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, So I have a couple of discussion things um, and, uh, like I said, talk about runes. Um, Tonight's mug is You Are Full of Magic and My Oolong Tea. (sighs) All right. So I kind of want to just jump into uh, the runes. Um, before we go into discussion, but right now, um let me go over astrology forecast. So right now we are officially all direct. Spicy chai tea, Oh, sounds good. Um, so all planets are currently direct in the moon. And the sun are both right now in Aquarius. So that's a lot of that air energy uh, floating around. Um, Right now, um, this weekend, what's coming up is the first quarter moon. Uh, yes, the first quarter moon, and it's actually, and and I, I'm still learning about astrology, so just kind of bear with me. This is the information that I have, and I wanted to share it with you. Now, the sun is going to be squared the moon, so it is considered kind of like a war on the energies. Now, if you're like me and understand the Sun to be the father the month the moon to be the mother and the stars to be us um, you know the children then you you kind of see this dynamic the Sun versus the moon you know mom and dad's fighting that's the kind of energy that I'm I'm understanding out of all of this um, so how will it affect us um, so it's it's that fussiness in our relationships. So we're going to have some misunderstandings and um, <clears throat> we're going to be struggling to maintain our stability. Like we're going to feel at times as though we do not have full control over what our minds are doing so because the moon controls emotions so this is an emotional um situation that we have on our hands so emotions in relationships running high imagine okay um so lots of drama like and, and this is hi jeffrey um lots of lots of drama is going to gonna have to be around this so it's drama with the people that you're close to um, but if you can maintain your way through the sun squared moon during the first quarter moon um you will have mental clarity because with this aquarian energy that we are having right now with both these times like all of this is happening in aquarius um we have um have that drama it's like just because it's what i work with it's like it this is like a head first but straight into shadow work and You're gonna come out understanding things so much better. You will have gained that mental clarity once you come out of it. So, this will last probably about a week. So, um, between now and next Wednesday. Alright, so, like I said, I wanted to do, do the runes tonight, and by the way, I want to show off, I don't know if you can see this or not, but my new goddess necklace, isn't that beautiful? That and something else um, that I am going to show later was sent to me um, by my newest high priest, my spiritual son, um, Martin. He lives in Macedonia. So um, this was a wonderful gift that he gave to me after his elevation. All right, so let's go over some runes. Like I said, I am not fluent in runish, but here's the bag of runes. So we'll just randomly pull one, and once we go through all of them, um, we'll do a little reading together, and you can interpret it yourself. Okay, so first one is let me look at the chart here because I'm I'm not pulling no punches. I got a chart, I got my notes, you know that's what I'm looking for. So this is actually the 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 male symbol and which is the arrow pointing straight up. So was So it is known for the God Tear, self-sacrifice, and justice. Let me look at my notes and see what it says. Uh, When Tear held up the universe, the North Star, um, I lost it, justice, victory, self-sacrifice, strength, um injustice imbalance mental
1: um, um paralysis
0: so that is all for 12 all right next rune up and i'll try to go through these pretty pretty quickly
1: um Uh,
0: so this one is you're as you are uz you um, the horns of the oxen so strength courage vital force untamed knowledge understand um, the the bad part of it would be blockages sickness and um Ignorance or, or danger. So imagine that bold energy for that one. <clears throat> well,
1: so this one is. Starts with the K. let me find it again.
0: I'm sorry, you all, like I said, I, I don't, I'm not good with runes. Um, Kinez, so it's for the torch, light, the flame, transformation, divine creation, the negative is disease, breakup, and infidelity. All right, the next one up is Earthro, P E R T H R O. Um, so if you look at it like this, it looks like a dice cup, so that's what it's known for. So life or death, like the womb, you see it? Um, time and truth also can represent stagnant energy and addiction. I hate that stagnant energy in in the womb and Yeah, divine yeah, it was divine male. Uh okay, so this is the P. <laughs> Therese. Therese. Okay, so this one is known as Thor's Hammer. And if you can see Mjolnir in that. Um, action, protection, I mean, yeah, you think Thor's Hammer. Those are things that you, um, you think of.
1: All right.
0: Like I said, I apologize. I am looking these up in my notes that I've had. And I'm not actually seeing this one. Yeah, I'm not seeing this one on my list. So I do not know what that one means. Let's put that one separate. All right. So the two gravy than, less than you know back to back that one is jera j-e-r-a so it represents hey you look like this that's above so below right so like heaven and the earth balance uh reward um harvest so all all things together coming together
1: R, the big R,
0: R Rodeo, R-A-I-D-H-O, so, um, kind of represents journey, like, I'm trying to think how you would associate this to going on a journey, um, rest, relaxation, uh, recuperation. Yeah, there we go.
1: Oh, this one. The one that I don't know that one. Uh, Ingus.
0: No, it's it's not in my notes. The other P this is W U N J O. So this one, the big P stands for what? Pleasure. The big P. So (laughs) uh, pleasure, joy, uh, purpose, the big P.
1: Uh, fenu
0: the first one, the one that, that always starts out with everything. Uh, F-E-H-U, hmm. wealth, money, and cattle. Like, do you see where that would look like uh, cattle nerds? I like trying to like associate them with, with things. Uh, so prosperity, pa- power, same way with
1: the wool. All right. So L-A-G-U-S,
0: lagoons, so sea, lake, and slow. So that one you could imagine uh, a cliff, um, jumping off the cliff into the ocean. I mean, why not, right? You got a lot around here in Somersville. Okay. B the Bluetooth symbol. Everyone knows this as the as the Bluetooth symbol. Uh, Berkana B E R K A no K A N A Berkana uh, birth new beginnings birth the big bees.
1: There's a blank one. Most room sets have at least three blank ones. All right, so
0: the angled X, not exactly a cross. It's an angled cross. N-A-U-T-H-I-Z, not this. Uh, Necessity, constraint. like having a need. So imagine that as an N. Uh, so so wallow. The S. That looks like a lightning bolt. S-O-W-I-L-O. stands for the sun in good fortune. I like that. So uh, it's this like the sun card in the tarot deck. All right, so this one is Manaz M A N N A Z. So the self, humanity, and culture. So I like. I would view that as. You know, the culture as building a bridge, like looking at that as a bridge. I hope that the associations that I'm making um, help you associate. And okay. This is Othala. O-T-H-A-L-A. Inheritance and home. I mean, look at that. I mean, it looks like a a tent, so a place of residence, a home. ISA, the I, um, capital I, I -S S A, stands for stand still, or ice, or you know, not moving forward, just kind of stuck where you're at. Algiz, A L G I Z, uh, self defense and protection. That is the, I call this a bind rune of the male and female
1: uh, together. So uh, the
0: self-defense and protection is taking care of everything together. All right, uh, GEBO, G E B O X
1: stands for um, the gift.
0: Okay, the downwards F is the Anzus, A N S U Z. So this stands for communication uh, or open deity, you know, God, you know, your mate who's speaking to you, where is the message coming
1: from? E was the the M
0: course, loyalty and pr- pr- pilgrimage. so going over the mountains. Think of our early ancestors whenever they came over, they had to cross over the Appalachian Mountains to journey west. That would be that one. Heath
1: was
0: This is the the sideways Z. And E I H W A Z represents the U tree toughness and stability. So Z the end, you know. All right. So this is the halfway end. So hog loss. H a d a l a z. It looks like an H. Um, Held disruption, destructive and creative forces.
1: So um,
0: whenever you see this, you can imagine it as like a tornado coming down and walking down your, the columns of your house. And the last one is Dagos. So this looks like an, um, the hourglass, the tilted hourglass. Uh, so day clarity and revelation. No, someone went through all of that and de- didn't figure out what that one was. Hmm. I'll have to do a little bit of research and and come back to that. All right, let me get this. We will do a collective reading. If you've been taking notes, you uh, like the keywords, then you can comment in and tell what your um, interpretation is.
1: All right, you hear me thinking them up?
0: All right, here we go, The so the first one, up is azus so the one that we said represented God the downwards f communication wisdom um if it's if it's coming from God or your deity then it must be for divine purpose it is a message that is coming for you bringing you. Okay, so obviously we're about to receive a message. What's the message?
1: This was the
0: your jurist um, the horns of the oxen that we were talking about, so we had the strength. So, courage, untamed, um, accept knowledge. So, do not, the message is, do not be afraid to accept knowledge. Knowledge is your strength. And last rune. the first one here self-sacrifice so in order to gain this knowledge you're going to have to make some sacrifices whether that be financial or um, you know, that's what I'm getting it's going to be a financial sacrifice um, but it's also going to be time consuming and you're going to have to figure out if if um, how you can go about doing things to make it work um, but the divine message says it's clear that you need to follow that path so if you are looking to further your knowledge or to step into a new path work wise then the time for that is now uh, we are halfway through the show uh, So let's jump in here for a quick commercial break, and we'll get back to it.
2: Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person, with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos. All related to trying to live my best life. And helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out. And get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E the Psychic dot com. Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit tracyvann.com, T-R-A-C-Y-B-A-N-N.com and click featured reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pets.
3: Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the high priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal and I work with um, access bars, Reiki. I do power forms i'm recently getting into crystal healing sound therapy as well so you can go to lady gwendolyn healing that dot com. book your appointment with me i do in person i do over the phone i do over zoom we can do that as well um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because i've been there i'm still going through it and let my strength help guide you see you soon
2: hey everybody natalie here from the pendulum's path if you are in need of guidance direction spiritual connection healing or more you have come to the right place I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumpath.com. Visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, oils bombs, mystery boxes, and more, and visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one session with me, or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at the Pendulum's Path, and let's get you back on the right track today.
0: All right, welcome back, and uh, thank you to all of the ladies that you saw uh, advertised. A uh, wonderful uh, group of women, and uh, very honored to be working with them. Okay, so tonight on Under the Rowan Trees section of our Pagan Library. Um, I pulled out a collection of books that all go together. Um, I think I'm missing maybe one book out of the collection, but it is uh, Christopher Penziak, and these are the Temple of Witchcraft books. Um, If you're not familiar with Christopher Penziak, let me tell you a little bit of background. Um, He is a former cabin, and he has went on to open up his own um, temple of witchcraft in uh, Salem, New Hampshire, and that's where he teaches, you know, his classes, and that's where we have you know, his his does he does his writing everything. Salem, New Hampshire, Salem, Massachusetts. We need to do something here in Salem, West Virginia, you know, just to get them going, you know, keep up with tradition. Um but anyway there are some different uh okay the different books are and you can find all of this information at templeofwitchcraft.org. Um, there is the inter- inner temple of witchcraft, the outer temple of witchcraft, the temple of high witchcraft, and the living temple of witchcraft, and the temple of shamanic witchcraft which ones do i have i have the living temple of witchcraft we have the temple of high witchcraft and the temple of shamanic witchcraft so what ones i do not have is the inner and outer temples and i would love to have them for my collection um these books are very very thick um over 500 pages of information they are very they go pretty deep um i absolutely love christopher penziak and i think that he is a great teacher uh like right here um lesson 13 in initiation of high witchcraft so once you've kind of gotten to where every book you pick up, it feels like you've learned everything that's in there. It's it's time to go into high witchcraft. Uh, there is a bornless ritual to kind of help with the rebirth process. Uh, magical names and personal sigils section so that you can re- evaluate your, um, your identity, your name, your personality, you can finally, once you cross that threshold where you feel like you have been born again, you can totally be free and be yourself. And right here, they showed an example. This is actually Alistair Crowley's personal sigil. So I'm going to share that with you. There. So this one is titled The Temple of High Witchcraft, Ceremonies, Spears, The Witches, Kabbalah. Uh, So I had it marked. And ironically, it, it's only marked in like chapter one. So it's actually talking about the the tarot cards a little bit. Um, it's talking about the Magi and the Magician and the High Priestess cards. So that's kind of where I stopped. There, There's a lot of history. Um, I mean, seriously, chapter one is the Magician and the Witch. Um, but this is the temple of high witchcraft. Some of the, okay, the Kabbalistic cross, intention vow, rising on the plains, lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram, making holy water um elemental earth Journey, seeking the stone of sovereignty circulate uh, as of the body of light path working it talks a lot about path working um ritual of the rosy cross um And like I said, he talks a lot about pathworking, and I will let you all go into it. But he has, like, these are all exercises that that he has. Okay, so that is in High Witchcraft. And the Living Temple, Volume 1, is the Descent into the Goddess. And there is... Uh, diagrams and stories, um, the different, you know, paths and what you must go through, you know, witchcraft as a mystery school. Okay, the seven chakras as seven temples of initiation following that path. You can work that as well. Um, there is a lot of information, and there are even, like, charts in, in the back. For you to reference. And there is so much like Witchcraft 3 weekend intensive class syllabus. So it outlines how you should study the book, you know, how, how you should advance. So it goes into great detail, and the last book that I have now, Christopher Pensiak, I have other books of his as well. Um, there is *The Witch's Shield*, which at one time I think we had at least two copies here. Um, if you are, if you had a copy of it, it originally came with a CD, and there was um, on the CD him going through the lesser banishing rituals which was really great for you to learn to have someone to go along with the temple of shamanic witchcraft shadow spirits in the healing journey this is getting into healing And working with energies and the shadow side. I never considered myself to be a shaman. I just consider myself to be a healer. Um, But, like I said, there are... Here is an exercise called the World Tree Within and it is you and like connecting with the world tree um and getting that breathing um level together your yourself uh like i said there are diagrams in here um They are Ogum's. All the the Ogum alphabet is in here as well. Shadow rituals, preparing for shadow work. Um, I may have to take some information from here and um, work it into some videos for us to go with since I am... um, since I'm I'm a shadow practitioner I completely forgot about all of that um so yeah I guess Christopher Penziak was like hey you need to you need to study me again but that is the temple of witchcraft.org Christopher Penziak. all right so I got inspired. Because Mara Starling had written a fabulous post about how um, our goddesses are representatives of, um, like, damsels in distress, basically. And it caused a little bit of an uproar with people, but you know what? It happens. So, I... Um, thought that I would gather up all of my goddess statues that I have current access to and I would go over them with you and talk about who they are. So this is what we're gonna do for the remainder. I am not doing any magic tonight. I, I do apologize. Um next Wednesday is in bulk so you will definitely have some magic then. Um, Okay so first one that I want to talk about um, this goddess and I did search for her but I could not find anything about her. Um, I kind of get the feeling that she's Egyptian. This is made out of iron, like wrought iron and she is obviously holding a harvest basket there she is yeah so she is she is my primary goddess she's got some weight to her too so uh, but she is a representation of uh, a harvest goddess if you look if you could see her face I could get it to get it clear like her face kind of looks a little bit like ass. And so like, like I said, she does kind of give me Egyptian vibes, your um, comedic vibes, but she is my goddess of harvest. And since I was born right around Mabon uh, or Mabon, um, she is my initial representation of, um, my goddess representation she goes everywhere um the other one and she's she stands taller than everyone um this one i got from my grandmother as well um and you may have seen her in past episodes of uh pagan day of prayer or um other things like that but here she is. Now, I she gives off Greek Roman vibes um, so but I can't find her anywhere. Like I've I've tried to like Google lens her and and look her up and I can't I can't find her anywhere. Um, but considering she, you know, is separating her, her, her dress, then I kind of feel that she's got Aphrodite vibes. Um, but she, you know, the Venus. Um, but I also associate her with Athena as well. Because we feel as though Athena could be strong and sexy and um, because the arms look pretty strong to me. so I you know i I kind of use her as a representation of what Now m- most of you all have seen these. Uh, the the maiden the mother and the crone oh
1: there's the maiden there's the mother and there's the crone so um
0: I mean, there's like trees on the on the back, so it's beautifully designed. I do use this as a representation of the triple goddess as well. Yes, I love this one. Um, now I, if I do light a candle in there. Um, I will you know, talk to the candle and speak my intention into it and then put the candle in there. And I say, All right, ladies, do with what thou wilt. And if it burns, then I take it as they wanted it to happen. And if it burns out and the wicked disappears and they didn't bless it. <laughs> it was not a good sign. So I did have that happen. And I'm like, all right. I know the answer. I know the response. All right. So an- another one that you all are familiar with. And like I said, my necklace.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the spiral the spiral goddess.
0: Let me get it to
1: where you can see it. the spiral on her belly.
0: Yeah you can see it. okay. So the spiral goddess is representation of that's the womb, sexual energy, uh, relationships, evolving life-giving energy. So, if you need something that needs to have that harmony that you desire, that that birthing energy, then you uh, use the spiral goddess for that purpose.
1: All right, now I'm going to share special gift with you guys. Saved it for last because I
0: was so honored. So like I said, my spiritual son in Macedonia is uh, we elevated him to high priest. Um, He is um, in, in his area he is one of very few um, pagans and he is very outspoken about it in a predominantly Christian area um, kind of like here in West Virginia but he's alone and um, so he's, he's leading the fight he is an herbologist and well, an herbalist and has written a book Um, If it ever gets translated into English, you can bet that, you know, I will be sharing it out. Um, I do have a copy of it, but it's in his native language. I can't read it, but I've seen his interviews and he carried himself so well. I was so proud. But anyway, he sent me the necklace and he sent me. Macedonian goddess. Um, this is Magna Mater. For those of you who have ever seen her before, I, I have seen her before. Um, so, this area is a representation of the home this is a representation of home. you would put your herbs your incense and stuff like that in there i mean you see she's a mm-hmm. chimney um and that those herbs are that those offerings to her so she is situated on top of the the hearth she is sitting on top um as a representation of rising up, overseeing the home, um, you, you see that she does have she does have breasts and a face. Um, I guess at the top is is it's in like a chimney area. You can see the holes like right there. Um, so I she has been sitting on my altar since i got her and i have to take her around because she is um you know representation of the home so i have to give her a tour and um i need to give her an offering so i gotta look up that you know what i could give her as an offering and then let her tell me where she wants to be placed most of the time she is situated, and I'm going to set this down, because it's, she's all, all of them are made out of clay. Um, she is the mother figure. She, it, it was, she was the goddess of whenever women were seen, the um, same as the earth. Um, Whenever women were regarded as sacred, you know, the life givers. Um, So she dates back to like 8,000 years ago, a pretty, pretty long time. And her representations are only found in the Macedonia area. but as, as his spiritual mother, he wanted to share that with me. And it was a, an absolute blessing. And it brought so much wonder and, and happiness to my life and, and everything. So um, I'm blessed to have her. And um, so I will, I will be working with her. So I don't know if she's going to want to be on my altar if she's going to be, want to be above the fireplace here behind me or where, but I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, her letting me know. And as soon as, as soon as I know where she wants to go, I will let you know. All right, everybody. So we not we don't have any magic to do tonight. I'm going to go ahead and and wrap it up. We've been here for an hour anyway. And I love you guys so much. Um I appreciate you sticking it out with me. Next Wednesday is our last under the Rowan tree. It is we will be celebrating in bulk. So join in for for that and what what kind of magic and and conversation we want to have and i can't have an inbox special without talking about bridges so we'll see um and then after that on february the 8th is the under the row Tree will be no more we will be shifting into divination night season three programming and the first episode will be West Virginia psychic. So I will be joined by Ace Knight, Dottie the psychic, and Natalie of the Pendulum's Path. So I'm really excited for that. I do have a fantastic lineup of international readers and psychics, mediums um, this year on Divination Night. So join us. We. Uh, I think I have about seven episodes this season uh, ready for you. Um, so come in and meet these new people. And I had no idea until I booked them. Two of them are from West Virginia. So really excited about that, finding finding new people close at hand. So with that being said, thank you all so very much for your love and support. Um, And I will see you next week in bulk. Good night.